Welcome to the third of our podcasts on moving your board from being operational to strategic. Hi, I'm Steve Bowman and I look forward to chatting to you over the next four minutes or so. The topic of today's podcast is moving your board from operational to strategic by changing the nature of the board agenda. This is one of the most powerful tools that you can use and at the same time one of the simplest. What would it look like if your board actually thought and discussed and made decisions around the key strategies of the organisation rather than spend most of their time talking about operational issues because of course they're terribly interesting. So what does a strategic board agenda look like? The first item in a strategic board agenda is more a, a philosophy rather than a particular agenda item and that is looking at the different types of papers that go to a board. There's three types of papers. The first is a paper that has a decision attached to it. The second is a paper where there is discussion needed but not necessarily a decision. And the third paper is really just a report on progress, some background information maybe. And that's what we call a paper for noting. So one of the key elements of any strategic agenda is to ensure that each of the items before the board are actually allocated to paper for decision, paper for discussion, or paper for noting. And the reason for this is that all those papers for noting are agreed at the start of the meeting to be approved by the board as read. Typically this is called a starred agenda item or a block item or a consent agenda. That is, the items that are taken as read with no discussion or decision needed are consented to be approved at the start of the meeting. Sometimes they're in a block, hence block agenda. Sometimes they're starred, hence starred agenda. Sometimes they're just called a consent agenda because the board consents not to talk about them. Having identified which of the board papers fit into those three categories, then the agenda goes something like this. Obviously, first off, attendance, present, apologies, and then typically any declarations of interest. Typically, next, you have confirmation of minutes of the meeting, and then the noting of the start agenda items or the consent agenda items. Typically, the chair will say, Okay, we've noted all of the items that are for noting only. Are there any items that board members would like to put back on the agenda for discussion? Because in the end, board members can talk about anything they want. This is a means of actually managing the amount of papers and issues that the board members discuss so that they truly are focused on the strategic decisions that need to be made. Typically on the, on the uh, agenda next comes correspondence, any correspondence that's directly addressed to the board or in fact has major strategic implications are the only items that should appear under correspondence. The next area is the board operations area, so reports from the finance and audit committee or from the nominations and or appraisal committee, sometimes called the CEO and board evaluation committee and then from the Compliance Committee or the Risk Committee. Typically these are the board operations reports that need to occur next. Now my point of view then is that the rest of the agenda primarily should be those action plans from the strategic plan that were due to have started prior to that board meeting. You don't put on the agenda those items that weren't due to have started yet, but you certainly should have on the agenda those items that were due to have started prior to that particular board meeting. So 
Primarily, the board agenda should be reflective of those items that are in the strategic plan that are due to have started before the board meeting with either papers for decision or papers for discussion based around those key strategic items. That should be the bulk of the board agenda. Typically on the board agenda after those reports and decisions come areas such as professional board development, usually about 20, to half an hour, 20 minutes to half an hour each board meeting for some sort of professional board development, such as the auditors coming in and talking to the board about issues they've seen in other like audits or the risk insurance brokers coming in and talking about the risks they found in other like organisations and what the board should be aware of. Next item on the agenda could be a staff presentation. Every couple of board meetings, I strongly recommend that you get some of your staff, not necessarily senior staff, presenting to the board on their area of expertise, not about what they do, but about the issues in their particular area of responsibility. And then typically 15 or 20 minute verbal presentation to the board with about 15 or 20 minutes of board discussion around the issues that this person has presented on the operational nature of their responsibility. Then typically you have other business and then I always suggest as the last item on a board agenda is to have an item that's called changes to the strategic environment which essentially is what is it that's happened out in the environment that might have an impact on our ability to deliver against our strategic plan. Are there any issues we need to know about? Who's doing what to whom? What's occurring out there? So in the end, one of the key tools that you can use to assist your board to move from operational to strategic is to truly change the agenda of the board away from just receiving reports from operational entities to more receiving reports against achievement of the strategic plan and those items of the strategic plan due to have started. So I hope you found that of interest. If you'd like to know more about these types of board agendas, then you can email me bowman at lifemastery.com.au and I can provide you with some sample copies of what they look like or go to our website lifemastery.com.au. Until next time, this is Steve Bowman. Thanks for listening.